Hey, welcome to What's the Plot. This is Sean. This is Mandy. And we're back with another episode. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm good. Good. Yeah. It's a beautiful day outside. <laughs> it is beautiful. Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you bring the mic up a little closer so we can hear that voice a little bit more? Oh, I'm sorry. You can't hear me? Mm. All right. Yeah. Um, so have you been? Uh, I've been well for the most part. Can't really complain. Mm. Quite a bit going on, but sorry. Right. Yeah, that's good. You know. How about yourself? I'm great. Good. <laughs> Went out for a beautiful walk today. We did do that. We got to enjoy some of that sunshine. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Got some natural um, vitamin, vitamin D. D. Yeah. Facts. Seeing some, nice some turtles. Out. We did see many turtles today, actually. Like turtles were taking over the pond where we were. They were really cute though, and little. Yeah. I got to greet some little dogs today. Some little mutt dogs. Yeah, I think one of them kind of scratched me a little bit, but it's okay. They didn't break the skin, though. Yeah, I don't feel it in my leg anymore, so I think I'm okay. Yeah. So, with all that being said, mm-hmm. is there any news today? I know there's it's been a little bit, but we're not going to get into that. Any news today? Um, Not really. I just kind of wanted to bring up like a couple films that are supposed to be coming out soon. Let's hear it. Um, So, just really quick. Well, not films. It's TV and film, actually. So, um, for like Marvel fans, Moon Knight is coming out this month on Disney Plus, March 30th. Never heard of them. Yes, you have. Oh my goodness. I am, when I show you this like mm-hmm. clip from the cartoon, when I find it, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Green Tea. It is not actually. Matcha. Um, we have Doctor Strange, uh, coming this summer. Let me pull up the date for that. So Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming May 6th, so fairly soon. And then we also have Thor Love and Thunder that is coming this summer, July 8th. I'm excited for that, but I'm not super excited. Mm. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think I learned from Eternals to not get too excited. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even review that, but that's a whole nother story. Go ahead. We may still, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't what I expected. Um, I think we're also supposed to get... Uh, Miss Marvel series. If this on podcast Plus. get two plays, we're gonna review Eternals. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we were also supposed to uh, not. We were also supposed. See, so you threw me off. So we're also supposed to get Miss Marvel this summer. Um, but they didn't give us a release date, so that's like to be determined. Um, and then Secrets of Dumbledore, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore has a release date, which is April fifteenth of this year. So that is actually coming out fairly soon too. Yum. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for our news today. All right, cool. So let's get straight to what you've been watching and what you've been listening to. Sure. I'm sure the list is long, but let's just kind of condense it because uh, we can go on and on and on. Well, I've been keeping my list over the last few weeks. So I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Um, so I've been watching lots of films, um, like films from let's hear it. back in the day and, you know, finishing TV shows and stuff. So You did go on a little binge. Go ahead. I did. Uh, watch The Brothers, um, Love and Basketball, The Best Man. Um we watched a little bit of My Hero Academia. That show's really long for seasons. It's like 60-something episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching Adventure Time, um, which actually I kind of like. I didn't, I wouldn't like, I didn't take to it like pretty, like in the very beginning, but I kind of like it. Um, watched a little bit of Pretty Little Liars. Um, watched this series on Netflix called History 101. Very much so into watching All American right now. I'm on season three. Um, finished Steven Universe finally. About time. Um, we watched the series called The Con on Hulu. That series is kind of wild. We did watch The Con. It was kind of wild. Um, also watched Dark Side of the 90s. Um, I've been watching random basketball games, just as they come on, um, NBA and college. Um, 
I randomly watched Infinity War the other day. Hmm. Okay, um, cool. Was it on just, TV? No, I watched it on Disney Plus. Okay. Kind of just to like watch the scene with um, Thor and Thanos. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, started a series on HBO Max called Pennyworth, which I kind of need to get back to, but it's a little boring right now. Um, watching some House Hunters. Watching this. Well, I, I'm done with it right now. I think they're on break. This series called Selling the Hamptons on Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so caught up on that. Uh, caught up on Fixer Upper. Welcome home. Watch this movie called The Fallout on HBO Max. It's about those girls who experienced the school shooting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finished that. Um, we finished Lost in Space. We actually did. I forgot about that. We finished Lost in Space. Uh, we also finished Cheer, finally. We um, did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to. Uh, watched a little bit of Flipper Flop. Um, I started this movie called The Kissing Booth. I'm going to watch the entire series. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix. Um, but I got to finish watching that. I watched all three movies of the After series. Out of order, right? I did. <laughs> Unintentionally. I didn't know there were two mm. other movies before the, the last one. Um, and I think there's supposed to be a fourth one coming. Um, and then I also finished Emily in Paris. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm caught up on everything. Um, music, I'll just get right into it. So found this artist from the After series. His name is Luca Fogel, I think. Love his music. Um Mm. Listen to some instrumentals, some Tanache, some Romani. I made an oldies but goodies playlist, so I've been listening to that. Some chill what's on hop. that? I can well, name you, a couple songs. Um, oldies but goodies. We got some Temptations on there. Definitely oldies. Yeah, I got some um, stylistics on there. Um, his name is escaping me. I got quite a few people on there though. Okay. Um, but listening to some chill hop, of course, some Tony Braxton, some new additions, some tank and lots more R&B. So what have you been facts. watching and listening to? One second as I sip my water. Oh gosh. And facts. What? <laughs> Are you talking about what I've been listening to? Oh no. Yeah, fact, yeah. <laughs> so what I've been watching is all that stuff that she's been watching. <laughs> and I watched like three episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm. Don't ask me what I was doing while I was watching it. Uh, <laughs> Are you Glow, talking about yesterday? <laughs> yeah, Glow on Netflix. Adventure Time with her, Spider-Man cartoons. The Wayans Brothers, I did start that. Mm-hmm. A bunch of documentaries. There is a documentary that I want to watch, but I'll talk about it here in a second. Okay. Uh, I'm, I've been watching a lot of stuff. I mean, there's so much stuff I really can't get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've been listening to is a lot of chill hop because I've been listening to chill hop artists outside of the chill hop playlist chill hop's amazing and listening to their individual projects you I know found chill hop i think like what last summer i don't remember they've been around for a minute though no it's not me personally oh yeah yeah. i think yeah. i found them like last summer or something like that but yeah i've been listening to some of like just the chill hop artists like i find people on that playlist and i just go to like a song or or playlist they have there's some really good um artists on there also really quick i've been watching like abandoned videos but go ahead still oh yeah 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 <laughs> um <laughs> Listen to some Jaden, some Summer Walker, some Herbie Hancock, some Drake, some Sales, some Jeezy, some Curtis Mayfield, some A Boogie with the hoodie, some Lil Uzi Vert, some David Ruffin, some Nipsey Hussle, some Freddie Gibbs, some Flo Millie, and some other podcast stuff. And of course, when I'm feeling really, really down, I turn on Pop Smoke. Oh, we didn't mention we watched Bust Down. We did watch Bust Down. On um, Hulu. No. H- uh, uh, what? Peacock. It's on Peacock. Oh, and I did finish The Shy. The latest episode. You did finish The Shy. Look at us. Yeah. Just finishing stuff. So we've been doing stuff. Yeah, we pretty much watch all of Bust Down, so we're done with that. Yeah, Bust Down's pretty funny. It is pretty now, funny. Now, I can see myself getting a role in that for real. 
But uh, that is pretty funny. So the the documentary that I want to watch is the Trent Williams documentary because I listened to his episode of I Am Athlete. Who's Trent Williams? He's a uh, he's a uh, left tackle. He mm-hmm. plays uh, in the NFL for the 49ers, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he had some type of uh, very rare uh, skin cancer that was in like on his scalp or uh, Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. And uh, yeah, the story that he told he told a piece of the story on the podcast, but then like they show pictures from like the documentary, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm either going to rent it or buy it because what's it on? It's on. It's everywhere. Like you have to rent it or buy it though. So it's not like on a streaming service anywhere to watch. No, like you get it on like Voodoo or Amazon oh, okay, and stuff okay. like that. You have to purchase it, of course. But okay. I'm like, you know, I would like to get into that because the story he was telling about how he kept bringing it up to people about this bump that was on his head. But people just like, oh, it's a cyst. And people just kept like, whatever. But like something kept persevering. And this happened over a five year span. It wasn't like a whole year. It kept happening on and off. But by the graces of God, you know, the whole piece of the story he told, God really had his hand on him. But uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much it for me right now. Okay. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Spring Water. No, it's not. Drink that. It's really not, actually. Drink that. It's really not. <laughs> Drink that. <laughs> oh, I finished Yellowstone. Oh, I'm caught up on Yellowstone. Oh, facts. Um, and for anybody who does not know, I meant to mention as well that Spider-Man No Way Home is yeah. now available for purchase. I don't think it's available for streaming yet. We'll be watching that, though. Um, Venom is also available for purchase and streaming, I believe. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's all that was. Also, this podcast is brought to you by a Spider-Man fan who is anyway, very excited to see it. So just really it. quickly, because I pulled up my oldies but goodies um, playlist. So it has the Staple Singers, the Five Stair Steps, the Isley Brothers, the Delphonics, Anita Baker, um, Lakeside, Cool and the Gang, The Impression, Sam Cooke, Otis Redding is who I was trying to think of. Um, Smokey Robinson. Did you know he was only 25? Yeah, when he... Who had old as ready when he passed. Somebody made some, mm-hmm. posted some pictures of him like, he's only 25, but he looks like he was older than that. So everybody always thinks that old as red and is older. No, I knew he was in his 20s. But no, like him and a whole bunch of people died in their 20s on that plane crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead though. Um, Some Johnny Gill. Buddy Lee, days. I sampled him. He's on the plane too. Oops. Al Green. I did it again. <laughs> it's okay. We often over talk each other, but it's okay. Um, But yeah, that's just like a couple people that's on there. So, you ready to talk about what we're here for? Let's talk about whatever. Let's do it. Buddy. Real quick, you never answer my question in the car. Oh, wow. Let's go. Is there um, wow. a well-known person or celebrity, whatever you want to call them, that you would just like probably cry if you ever met them? If I met them alone? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there is. Because you judge me for my answer. I don't think there is. Uh, I used to say it'll be Kanye, but these days I've grown up. Oh, yeah, dear. Uh, I mean, I would like to work with him. Yeah, that's going to be a lot. But uh, other than that, I don't know if I would cry. I don't mean like cry like you just going to break down in tears. I mean, like you might tear up a little, you know, like be like, oh, my gosh, this was my childhood or something like that. Mm, I have to come back to that question. Okay. You laughed. What about yeah, Let's hear yours. Let's hear he what laughed you said. at me, y'all. So I told him, like, for me personally, because wrestling was like really, really big for me growing up. I have had celebrities. We watched WrestleMania too, didn't we? Or we did you not watch that? WrestleMania because that's not been on yet. We watched. Was it? It wasn't Royal Rumble, was it? I think so. Whichever one came out already. 
Yeah, we watched Royal Royal Rumble. Um, oh, we watched Royal Rumble and um, what's the shit with the steel cages? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't put my finger on it either. With Brock Lesnar and everything. Yeah. When it comes to me, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we watched that. Um, but he laughed at me. But my answer was like, it would probably be like a wrestler or something because wrestling was really, really big for me growing up. So I said like, you know, maybe like the Hardy Boys or Alita. <laughs> you know, I wish I could see his face. That's cool. Um, people like, I feel like I would like probably lose it. I, I don't know why. It's not like singers or rappers for me. It's like wrestlers. And I don't know why. Yeah, oh, we that. also watched Dark Side of the Ring. We did. We that was did. a lot. Watch yeah. the Chris Canyon episode. Ooh, that was a lot. Shout out to Chris Kane, man. R.I.P. Yeah, that was a lot. Oh, speaking of R.I.P., really sad. Um, Tracy Braxton passed away. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anybody yeah, yeah. who did not know. And I loved Tracy. And I'm not just saying that. I really literally used to watch, like, which a lot of people did, like, their, their TV series and things like that. And Tracy used to always crack me up. Tracy was like, when I'm... When I'm being funny, I'm being funny. When I'm being serious, I'm being serious. Tawana was my pick, but that's a whole other story. Tawanda, excuse me, I'm sorry, (laughs) was my pick, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, I like all of them, though. They all have their own special things. Tracy McGrady. What about Tracy? Oh, that's who would be your person. I was never like a big, a great basketball player, but he made me want to be like Tracy McGrady. And this might sound funny. Chad Ochocinco, because here's why. (laughs) I, okay. In school, I thought Chad Johnson, which is his government name, was mm-hmm. the coolest wide receiver ever. Mm-hmm. I never played wide receiver, but every time I went outside to play outside, I thought I was Chad Johnson. No. He played with the, the gold grill in, mm-hmm. even though he got hit and his mouth started bleeding. Yeah, I would assume so. But him, they are were like the the people that like, I do this mm-hmm. to a certain degree and like, they're humble, but at the same time, they're they going to let you know I do this. Mm-hmm. And Tracy McGrady is a beast. If you watch some Tracy McGrady film, mm-hmm. you will know mm-hmm. not all the greatest people get those championships or those rings, mm-hmm. but he definitely made his statement. And I will, I would love to meet Tracy McGrady. I think if I ever had the chance to meet Chadwick Boseman, I think I would have cried. He's pretty <laughs> awesome. You know? He changed. He, he showed us a, a lot, you know? Yeah. He just seemed like such a nice person. And maybe Denzel. Denzel probably would feel oh. like, uh, about you crying around him. No. Will Smith? Let's keep, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew he going to say Will Smith. But I need a verse from Will, though. Get one. I'm sure he would love to do it. I need a verse from Will. And what's my guy name from Who Line is it? Uh, what the fuck is his name? The black dude from Who Line is it? On? Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't think I've ever watched that show. You know him. Oh, you talking about... Um... I can't think of his name right now. That's funny. Because he's like super famous. Wayne Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wrote a song a long time ago because I wanted Wayne Brady to sing the hook. Crazy, but whatever. Go ahead. Let's move on to the topic. Let's move on to the topic. (laughs) So this episode, we're going to be talking about what everybody's talking about. No, it isn't Spider-Man. No, it isn't the weather. (laughs) No, it isn't Ashwanga or whatever it's called that gives you energy. What? Whatever that supplement (laughs) is. It's bad vegan. Mm Mm-hmm. And I didn't know nothing about this, but you stumbled upon this. I didn't stumble. I saw it and I added it. (laughs) Well, you picked picked this right up out of it. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. And then I was like, because it kind of gave me the whole Tinder Swindler vibe. Of course, most people have seen that. We didn't even talk about the Tinder Swindler. That was a lot. Him and his enemy. That might be a random episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> or it might be like a two, like a, something we slice in half or something. But go ahead. Him and his, him and his enemies, man. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, Bad Vegan this episode. So pretty much what this is, it's, it's a documentary. Um, you know, I'll get into all that. So I'm just going to read everything off. So the genre for this is biographical documentaries. Uh, the release date was March 16th, 2022 on Netflix. Uh, for the runtime, it's broken into four different episodes. So obviously each episode has its own runtime and they're all kind of different. So the four different episodes is Mr. and Mrs. Fox. So that's the first episode, 47 minutes. The second episode is Happily Ever After. It's 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. The third episode is No Angels in Hell. It's 57 minutes. And then the fourth one is Everything Will Be Fine, which is 61 minutes. So pretty much about an hour a piece. Yep. So the synopsis for this series is after after marrying a mysterious man who claimed he could make her dog immortal, vegan restaurateur uh, finds her life veering off the rails. So let's talk about this. Cause you, uh, so, so, so let's talk about this. You had more patience for this than I did. Because you know what? Sometimes I feel like I follow the rules so much that I like to see people that just be like, whatever. And just take it and throw it, you know, up in the air and see what see see what goes, you know. Real quick, we did not mention we watched Class Action Park. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we've been watching some pretty good stuff, man. Make sure you go watch Class Action Park. Yo, that documentary is wild. It's on HBO Max. If you guys have not seen that, please go watch it. That documentary is insane. <laughs> it is. But sorry, go ahead. Uh, what was I saying? Uh. Yeah, it it was uh, it was some pretty wild stuff. Yeah, you just me. felt like you had to see it through. I had to feel like I had to see it through because so many things. I feel like in my life, like some people watch um, like reality TV because they like, I have to live somewhere outside of myself, and yeah. I'm not a confrontational person. And these people are very confrontational. And uh-huh. this is what happened when you're confrontational, but it's it's scripted to a degree. Yeah, this happened in real life, and I was just like, I got to see it through, my boy. I, I got to me, see it through. It's just like I do watch these because I think from for one they're interesting, so it's interesting to no, pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think from also kind of being in the finance world, I watch a lot of this stuff because mm-hmm. I just want to see how people get away with the shit that they do, yeah, and how long they get away with it. Yeah. Also, a lot of this stuff ends up being very dumb. It does. Which was one of the reasons why I was just, I mean, I was always going to finish it, mm-hmm. but I probably wouldn't have finished it this fast if it weren't for you. Yeah, I know. Because I was watching it and I was just like, and I don't like calling people dumb, but I'm like, how stupid can you really be? Yeah. That's, that's how this really, really felt like mm-hmm. just watching this entire thing. None of it made sense to me. No, not to me either. I don't know how the hell he convinced her to do this and do that. And I don't know how the hell she even fell for it. None of this made sense to me. I can see why she fell for it. Why? Because in her mind, it made sense because she was trying to make money moves and do the thing for her business. We're going to get into that. Yeah. Even that didn't make no sense, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, But... <sighs> I need friends like she got friends though, and people that support her. Because it's, it's this whole thing, like it just felt like they were talking in riddles, and I just I needed somebody to help me 
understand and interpret what the hell a lot of this stuff meant. There was so much money thrown around. The only people that made sense to me were the employees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't making any sense. Anthony or whatever the fuck his name is, he didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. This fake persona he made up, which I wonder why they did it that way in the documentary. What they had mean? this guy come in and introduce himself as the supposed person that was talking to her. The whole time it wasn't him talking to her. Well, that was the kicker. It didn't have to be a kicker because why did they find this random person? They got this? me. <laughs> you didn't even pay attention like when they first said it. I was like, so she was talking to him. Uh, What was I going to say? I'm really honest. I'm really honestly trying to figure out like how to even start this. So she had this restaurant. Well, she wanted to be a chef. Mm-hmm. She kind of she kind of played the game herself too. She wanted to. She went to school for something. She ended up working in in finance or investment. She went to culinary. I thought. No, she was doing something else before that. Oh, okay. And then. You know, she didn't really see herself doing that. Somebody's like, oh, we're all into this. And you get all these food and wine magazines or something. And so oh, yeah. she ended up going into food business. She went to school to be a chef or whatever. And and this is just like me explaining my own words. You guys have to go watch it for yourself. And so she knew of this really, really popular chef who, you know, he was on TV and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She went to him and pretty much offered to work for him. She got the job pretty much. They end up in a relationship, get married. They open this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Pure food and wine? Yep. Is what it started out as? Or was it one lucky duck? I think that pure pure food and wine was Came the first. thing. And lucky duck was supposed to be the the brand of the food that was coming out of pure food and wine. Like you can go. Oh, like the the the, the store. Which is actually really smart. But um, But don't quote me as well. So they didn't, they didn't work out, you know, relationship door, which is actually really smart, but, um, but don't quote me as well. So they didn't, they didn't work out, you know, relationship wise, you know, relationship wise. And so they had this investor whose name is escaping me. I kind of wish I could remember. Jeffrey Is it Jeffrey? Okay. So he invested in their restaurant together. Cause you know, one is like an acclaimed chef. And then you have this other one who's also doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he invested in this restaurant. So they got to a point where they both called him and said, Hey, we can't work together anymore. Da, da, da. He chose Sarma pretty much mm-hmm. out of the whole two, because the, the, her husband at the time was really, really bad with money. And she kind of used right. that as leverage yeah. the whole thing. So he pretty much gave her a loan, you know, sold the business to her. All she had to do was pay him back. This shit gets wild, by the mm-hmm. way. So she, you know, is really, really popular. She's doing all these books and everything. And, all these celebrities are coming in. She has this whole thing with Alec Baldwin, which was just kind of weird to me that she kept talking about it. But I guess it made sense as far as introducing how she met her husband at the, her new husband. Right. Which is stupid, but continue. Because Alec Baldwin met his wife at her restaurant. You know, I guess she was making it seem like he was interested in her. But I'm like, if he didn't really say he was interested, you can't really say that. <laughs> also, I got pulled over with 30 rocks. The cop looked like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Kanye. That's a bar. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, and so I guess she had like some type of regret or something for not giving Alec Baldwin a shot. I don't know. She kept talking about it. And I was like, this is weird. Anyway, she pretty much found she her did. new husband yeah, in the comment did. section of Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I mean, that, it just kind of went from there. So guys, guys, imagine this. <laughs> One of the ladies that everybody looks forward to is Rihanna. Imagine being able to date Rihanna because you're in somebody else's comments that she just happens to comment a lot, whatever. And it just so happens to happen. That That's so bad. stupid. But yeah. It wasn't the same, but it's oh, stu- very stupid. Also, the dog's very important to the story. So we have to bring up Leon, who Leon didn't ask. Not the actor. Shit. Not the actor. Go ahead. <laughs> I said the dog. <laughs> Leon didn't ask for none of this shit, by the way. So Leon came into the story because I guess she was saying Alec Ball was talking about how he was lonely and she wasn't ready for a relationship at the time, which is fine. And she's like, hey, well, won't you adopt a dog or something? And she then, actually tried to pin a... Go ahead. She tried to what? She tried to pin an animal off on this man to get her, get Alec Baldwin out of her face pretty much. Yeah. And she ended up adopting a dog, you know? She, I guess she needed some companionship. Yeah. Um, And so that's how Leon came into the picture, which Leon's very adorable. He asked for none of that. That's a cute dog. He's yeah. very cute, actually. <laughs> I would adopt Leon if I could. <laughs> um... And so it it all just kind of takes off from there with all this weird shit. Um, he pretty much comes into her life, kind of wines and dines her a little bit. <laughs> okay. You know, tells her about all this money that he has. And then it just morphs into some really, really weird shit. Yeah. For the most part. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> for the most part. Um, did you have any comments or anything that you wanted to add in there? So, he wines and dines her, but does he really wine and dine her? I mean... I mean, he is. It may not be his money, but he is. So, I guess so. My only thing with with the whole... And we're kind of talking about this out of order. You guys can go and watch it, but... Yeah, there's no real order to tell us at this point because we watched all four episodes. I mean, and to be honest, it's all over the place. So, you'll never be able to... (laughs) You can't fully piece it together anyway. Yeah. (laughs) At least not me. Some parts are more frustrated than others. Yeah. She she knew absolutely nothing about this man. She didn't verify True. his employment. <laughs> she didn't verify where he was from. Mm-hmm. She didn't ask to meet none of his family, none of his friends. She didn't know where he lived. He would come and see her, disappear for months at a time, and all this other stuff. Convinced her to give this guy all her emails and passwords so he could encrypt her email because supposedly he was a Navy SEAL. And I'm just like, why does her emails need to be encrypted? True. It's just, she knew nothing about him and she just pretty much blindly followed this man. Yeah. And then the, the type of stature that she was at, I always wondered, I'm sure that they, they didn't, but did she do a prenup? I guess not. Cause they just showed up at like city hall or something. Right. But she was broke at the time. But what I'm saying is she had more to lose at that time, even though she didn't have a lot. The the reason she married him. The name alone carried weight. Yeah. She married him because something about the taxes. So they were concerned if he gave her a check for a certain amount that it would affect them tax wise or something. I can't fully remember why she did it this way. And then they were like, well, you guys should just get married. And then they went and got married for him to never give you the money for your business. Mm-hmm. So she kind of got married selfishly anyway. Yeah. Which it backfired on her. Mm-hmm. 
You guys may hear a kid in the background. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's <laughs> He's just in the background yelling, but it's okay. Um, and she just like blindly just, and they were only together a couple months, right? Yeah, they weren't together that long. So he's telling her all these things that sound really, really well leading up to them getting married. How, you know, he's traveled through so many lifetimes to find her. And he's Spitting found her in each lifetime. Um, he told her he could make her and her dog immortal um, if she just follows these things that he tells her to do. So he's really spitting that G. But wait. What? You ever heard that Tupac line? No. We used to get this, holler at the same hoochie with the same line. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't surprised to later on hear about him saying this previously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He also had a wife and a kid. <laughs> and I told I told her. You did say he had another family. I said, for some reason, I feel like he has a whole nother life somewhere. Because <laughs> the way that I'm like, people but like this. But the only thing is, he, was, he wasn't going back to that life. He left her. Right. When the baby was a couple months old, she said he just left one day and just never came back. Which my question then becomes, are they still married? That's a good question. Or are they legally separated? He would have to sign documents she can't just do it herself. His life is confusing. Um, and then, so to that point, he made a really weird comment to her. So she said her, him and his dad had a weird and relationship. This is to, and this is to the ex-wife. And they had a gambling, his dad had a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he was younger, I guess, you know, he was sometimes take him with him when he was going to do gambling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made a comment or something about killing a kid if you gave him too much salt. And they couldn't look at it in the autopsy. Yeah, and they so she was she was looking at him like, "Yeah, you can't be alone with my kid." <laughs> and I do not blame this woman. It kind of was a blessing in disguise for her that he just took off and never came back. Yeah, because that was like really weird to just say, you know, you just bring up killing a kid with salt, and it's like just randomly. And you know, she said he refused to get a job. He ne- he did not want to work. Well, his whole maneuver with her was he had this auntie that left him five million dollars and took her to they got married open accounts and all this other stuff only for money to never come right so he been lying he been alive um what were we at with him and sarma oh they went to go and get married or mm-hmm. something for some check or something he was supposed to give her right because yeah, i guess she's in so much debt you know with the company and She's doing well, but, you know, she still has this debt to pay back, which is weird because the guy wasn't even pressuring her to give him the money back. He wasn't sweating her at all. He was like, just pay me when you get From some money. From what we know, you know, right. how it was presented, he, he wasn't worried about her paying him back that money. Well, from the one situation where she said she had made some money and wrote him like a $10,000 check. 100000 I think. And then they was doing really well one quarter, one period of time when she made like 400000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she wrote him a check for 100000 He was like, it was nice to get the check even though she owed me way more than that. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like the way he was talking in other episodes, he had money. He got money he has in, other restaurants. invested in other places. So he seems like he's doing fairly well for himself. And he really liked her and considered her to be family. Right. Um... And that was my other thing, like watching this. I really did not like how she treated the people who were there for her. Yeah. Like from jump. Like you're telling people if they don't like this and they don't like that, they can leave. Or firing people. And then acting like you don't know why you fired them. Right. My my thing with her in this documentary, and I said it to you, she's trying really hard to play the victim. And I don't, 
I think she's a victim in some ways, but I just she knew what she was doing in some instances. Her she's trying her best to take as little bit of accountability as possible. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it was fucked up that he kind of led you down that path, but he didn't force you to go down that path. And also, if she's doing a business relationship, because marriages also mm-hmm. are uh, based in business as well. If she's doing a business relationship, if I'm not getting what I need from you business wise, it's mm-hmm. time to end this agreement if possible. She left her first husband because he had money problems and everything else under the sun. But you stayed with this one. But she stayed with him. And he never uh, fulfilled any of his promises. She didn't even know him. He kept talking. To, he he got in by using her dog. He was a manipulator. Mm-hmm. He lived in a fictional world. And every time he talked, he talked about money and trusting it. Anybody that has to keep saying, mm-hmm. you got to trust me, believe me. She, he kept saying, you got to go through this obstacle and all this stuff. It's like, bro, what what obstacles are you going through? I, I guess because he felt like maybe she loved him. It was time to introduce her to the fam. I guess of being eternal. Who the hell is the fam? And he thinks he's an eternal. The Eternals weren't even eternal. They didn't. We don't get into that. And so he starts. That's when it all starts. He starts telling her like, "Give me this amount of money." You know, he's 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 telling her it's a test. Give me this amount of money. Give me this amount of money. So he's, and she's asking him where it is. He's like, oh, it's on the shelf. And she's like, well, what the hell is this shelf? And so if it got to a point where she would question why he needed the money, he started yelling and cussing and all this other stuff. But my whole point is, if you have money, if mm-hmm. money is nothing. Right. Why the hell do you need money then? And if you really doing it, it's like, hey, give me your money so you know you can trust me. Why aren't you not? Why aren't you giving the money back? My whole point is with 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 Sarma is, I feel like she had so many red flags. You know, they talk about people who be on a roller coaster full of red flags, and they you know they just don't pay no attention. Mm-hmm. It was way too much about this man. That was a red flag. If, if he supposedly has all this money, right? Why the hell are you giving him money in the first place? Right. Why are you writing checks to somebody you don't even know what he does for a living? You don't know where he's from. You know nothing about him. And you are just writing him. Ch- this reminds me of that episode of the con with the ladies who were the psychics where yeah. they were like, if you trust me, give me this amount of money and I'll hold on to it for That's you. And they on. disappeared. That's spot on. Why are you giving these people that you do not know your money? And I, I try not to be harsh on people because sometimes people are in very vulnerable places and people mm-hmm. prey upon that. But sometimes you need to listen to your intuition. It's just, she was talking to us like she understood that things were weird, but you clearly went through with doing some of the stuff, even though the shit was weird and you were taking from your business, which you should not, if this was her personal account and he was taking shit out of her, her personal money that she was getting, right? that's different. You're taking money from your business, knowing number one, that you are in debt. Why are you writing checks to him when you should be writing checks to Jeffrey who paid, who let you have this business? Yeah. And you could have been done with your debt, and he didn't even have to be a part of this. I think his name's Jeffrey. I think that is. I, I'm. I might be wrong with the investor, but I mean, I'll try to see if I can find it. But you're supposed to be writing this man checks, and you're writing him checks instead of giving it to the guy who you owe money to. Yeah, he's not doing nothing. And you're so worried about this supposed debt that you have, but you're giving your money away that you could have been given to him. I didn't understand that. He sounded like an addict, and from like maybe the second episode. After we learned about the whole gambling thing, I was fixed on that 
yeah. he's a he's probably a, a habitual or a chronic gambler because who it calls is. his name is Jeffrey. So who calls and like yells at you when you say you're not going to do something after you've done everything, every other thing that they that backs him. You know, I'm what just going to put it out there. He has a mental illness and he's a, a, a habitual gambler, too. He has a because at first I feel like in the documentary, they're trying to frame it as him being a gambler. Mm-hmm. He has a mental illness yeah, because he's making up this life. That is just I feel like he actually believes this stuff he's saying. So I have a question here for you. Yeah. Do you think he's schizo bipolar or any? I don't know in that? if he's. I mean, we can't diagnose anybody, but I'm yeah, just saying. I don't know if he's both. But a lot of the times you can get vibes from people definitely not diagnosing him because I don't know this man. Um, from what it appears to to be, uh-huh. he he definitely has a mental like the the thing that I picked up on was like a bipolar disorder or something, but I don't know. Yeah, he's he could also be a narcissist. It could be that a part. mixture of a lot of different things. I don't know that part. But he's making it this fantasy life. Come to find out, he's a fan of Thor, which is pretty good story. I mean the 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 ones that we've seen. Yeah. And so Chris Hemsworth is a hell of an actor. Go ahead. <laughs> he's making up all these things because he's he's creating this world because he he's he loves fantasy and all this other stuff. And it's just so weird and stupid. And he keeps telling her that, like you said, she has to do all these challenges. He has her traveling to Paris and he sent her to Paris away from her business, mm-hmm. went into her business and started doing all this stuff while she he was already doing stuff while she was there doing all this stuff. And she just willingly went. And waited for him to tell her when to come home. And I feel like he didn't brush his teeth before he went there. That's a whole nother thing. But I feel like he just jumped up and was like, this is something I got to do. It's just, I don't know. This whole thing felt so weird. And I feel like, honestly, a lot of this could have been avoided. It all could have been avoided. Because I'm just like, like I said, if he was taking money from your personal account, whatever. But you got to a point where you're affecting your employees who have been there with you from the beginning. These people have built a relationship with you. Your own employees found out that his name wasn't his name and tried to tell you and you didn't want to listen to him. Uh, yeah, this is why, you know, like I was told as a younger man, like if you find something out about your friend's girlfriend, mm-hmm. you have to put things into perspective of your friendship. Is it best for them to find out on their own or is it better for them to find out from you? And if they find out from you, are they going to be angry with you? for telling so much to where they get you out of the picture and they stay with the person just like she was doing. She knew just like the dude she sitting there, she was smart enough. He believes she's smart enough. She, like, she, he believes that, you know, she was taking advantage of at some points, but he thinks that, and I also believe this, that she's smart enough to know what she was. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. And he had, he had a record and everything. And I'm just like, it wasn't even just that. Your employees are telling you all these other things that he's coming into your business. He has a record. He's calling meetings with people behind your back. He's asking your mom for money and all of this other stuff. And it's funny because I said, I said, he's asking her mom for money. That woman needs her money for retirement. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of, you know, the documentary, she mentions how she feels bad because her mom should be retired. Yes, you should feel bad. Mm-hmm. Now, while you may not have known he was asking for money, you still brought this man into your life and he, you know, found his way to like your mom. The dad didn't trust him and the sister didn't trust him. Anybody that you don't have business business with, 
mm-hmm. and they're a family member. And I know some people do both, but if all you see is emails, mm-hmm. something's weird. Like at some point you can call or text, but every piece of communication does not have to be through email. Also, he kept talking about how he was going to get, um, what did he say they was going to do to him? He was going to gut him. He kept talking about how he was going to get gutted and, you know, emails and stuff needed to be encrypted and all this other stuff. And he had a whole paper trail in his email. You're traveling all over the world. You're doing all of this stuff. It's just like the guy from the Tinder Swindler. You guys keep saying people are after you and all this other stuff, but you're out here in public just living life like it's nothing. I wish I had a button right now to play that you are so dumb. Because <laughs> he literally had a paper trail yeah. of everything that he... All Text of, messages, this is how, emails, this all is, of it. This is why they know they know how much money he received from the mother. He mm-hmm. he was creating fake email accounts. He was um emailing people from her email account. She just gave him all of her information. Mm-hmm. He emailed her from her email account. <laughs> he making mistakes. No, he did that on purpose, I think. Uh I guess you, I don't know if he was trying to pretend like it was hacked or something. I don't know what that was. Um, he just did a whole lot of weird and random shit. And I'm just like, Sarma, at what point did you not catch on? But I do feel like it did become this, I'm in too deep, might as well not, you know, might as well keep going kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't have to. You knew he had a record. If you really wanted to know how he was, she didn't reach out to the wife until it was time for her to get sentenced. And I'm just like, Summer, you could have reached out to his wife in the very beginning when you found out who he was. And you could have asked her questions then. I don't think, I think she, she was in too deep. But also, you know. So they they leave and go on this entire excursion across the country. She's gone for several months. Hadn't paid, and this ain't the first time she hadn't paid her employees. Her restaurant closed down twice. The second time was permanently. Right. <laughs> um, you know, she wasn't paying people and telling them, you know, they could leave and all this other stuff and checks were going to bounce. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, these people are in there working their ass off and running the restaurant while you are gone doing God yeah. knows what. The thing Nobody's that- hearing from you. No leadership, no nothing. She just dropped everything and just left for no, like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? The thing that blew me was this. The first time they did the walkout, she was able to come back. She raised $850,000. Insane. Which is very a substantial amount of money to raise, which lets you know the type of belief that the community and the people that are around her have in her. The people were able to come back. She was able to, you know, be in the clear. So she didn't make a wise decision from the first time. So she decided to, you know what, I'm going to go on and do some more stupidity. This is why I believe she knew. The what same people who left your restaurant the first time because you weren't paying them. You raised this money. These people left a new restaurant they were working at to come back to work for you. And mm-hmm. then they gave you a second chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they come back to work for you. You dip off and leave again for several months. People not getting paid. And it's like somebody said mm-hmm. there were entire families that worked there. Yeah. So that entire household's not getting paid. Right. And you just dip off. You don't give nobody no explanation because he told you that you had one last thing to do and you still don't have no real information about nothing, nothing about this man. And you just, just, just following him. It was always one last thing to do. And they found y'all because he ordered pizza and wings. Like I just don't understand. 
I ain't gonna lie. Shamanos, because I ain't gonna give him the real name. Shamanos got some pretty good wings. I don't think I've ever eaten them. But I'm just like, sorry guys, it's a little late today. <laughs> wow. But I'm just like, um, I don't know. It just all felt all over the place. And then she was talking about how she loved them. But to be honest, they never seemed like they had chemistry to me. It none, always none felt whatsoever. really, really weird. The only thing that I think that was really the draw in was the dog. And like I told you before, usually if a dog isn't, if they're like not rabbit, it's just like we've seen today. If the owner is warm to you, yeah, the, the animal will be warm to you. Besides cats, cats don't give a good goddamn. Yeah, cats don't like you. They don't like you. Yeah, but like <laughs> if a dog is like, oh, the, oh, oh mm-hmm. Betty seems like he's cool. Yeah. Let's chill with him. Yeah, and I, that was her whole thing. If the dog likes you, she was just, you know, you know, she uh, automatically warmed up to you, you know, homeless or not, which there's nothing wrong with being friends with someone who's, who's homeless. He seemed like he actually had her back. But I'm just like, Sarma, you literally had people around you who were trying to root for you and trying to make sure you stayed on track. You yeah. had a community and you really fucked that up. She really had people that really care for her around her. It, it kind of teed me off a little bit with the guy, I guess, that was like, trying to tell her about like you're gonna get like the payroll taxes and all that stuff and he she pretty much fired him no i told you about the payroll taxes <laughs> no i'm saying like when he was te- like he was emailing her like hey like you know mm-hmm. it's probably none of my business but still i mm-hmm. need to know what's going on like in a nutshell because i'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. and she was like pretty much like you're fired mm-hmm. i know i told you i said when when they were talking about pressing charges i said the state and the IRS will get their money first. <laughs> and the rest Ur- of y'all will follow. Urge <laughs> is always going to get their money. Yeah. Facts. So, um, I don't know. I just, maybe I might be in a small minority. I don't feel too bad for her. Um, like I said, I feel like she was manipulated in some instances. I do think she emotionally probably went through a lot. I know they talked about, she just doesn't seem like a very emotional person anyway. But, you know, they talked about when her parents got divorced, she just went upstairs and cried. And then she came out the next day and she was good. She That's probably the, the trigger right there. She, yeah. It seems like she's very distant. Yeah. And she may be. Um, but I also think she knew what she was doing in some in a lot of these situations. And I don't know if this is supposed to be sexy or not, but the photos she was taking, like these random photos, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty creepy. Yeah. She just, she kind of looked a little empty. Right. That's probably what it was. Photo- Sorry. And a lot of her like photos and things like that. But I mean, I don't know. I just don't. And then I feel like she's trying to play this innocent act in this documentary. And I just wasn't buying it. Maybe it's just me. I just, But I'm just like, I don't. I feel bad in some instances. Other instances, I don't. Like, I feel like she literally had it all. She had it all. She had her own business. She didn't need him for money. She didn't need him for anything. I feel like she would have been able to pay off that debt and she would have been all right. You know, she she was doing this and doing that. And I think she would have been okay. I just think that she needed companionship wherever she could find it. Um, no matter the person, you know, he made, he did make her feel a little special. You know, and after going through a divorce, maybe she was feeling vulnerable, I'm sure. But I'm just like, Sarma, a lot of this really honestly could have been avoided. I got a few questions for you. What? As a woman. Mm-hmm. What would you? What did you think his real appeal was to her? To her, or what was her appeal to him? Both. Let's let's just go with both. Let's go with him looking at him as a woman. Like physically. I don't care if it's physically or not. What do you think his appeal was? His appeal to her, right? 
Sure, yeah. Because I'm sure he doesn't appeal Being to you. Being in Alec Baldwin's comment section. Okay. And her appeal was what? She had money. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm just going down my list. Oh. <laughs> Do you think something's wrong with her? A little bit, yes. I, I kept repeating. I said, I think she honestly needs to go to therapy. Because I, so I feel too. like there's something there. That's why I'm trying not to be super hard. But a lot of this was stupid. Um, but I do feel like she needs to go to therapy. I do a lot of the times, and it's not always. A lot of the times, there are things from our childhood that you kind of have to dig up to kind of get the meaning for. And then she even had stuff going on in her adult life. She may have been depressed because you know she had this debt to pay back and she felt like she couldn't, or you know going through the divorce and things like that. And I don't know. Maybe she was feeling distant. You know. Um, but I do think she needs therapy. I can't diagnose her. I don't know what it is, but she needs it Okay. for a fact. Do you think she was a victim? I'm 50, 50 on that. Why 50, 50? Cause she had victims of her own. Like who? Her employees, her mother. So are you saying that the employees were victims? Uh, to her bullshit. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, like I said before, I feel like she was manipulated in some instances, the same. I feel the same way. But she knew what she was doing in I've, some of those. I do feel like she kept trying to get us to believe that she was manipulated to the point. It's like she's this docile creature and he came in like this big monster. Yeah. Like she said, he just, never forced her to go anywhere. He never like he would just tell her to do it. She was do it. Well, that's that was my biggest thing doing watching this. And I told you that I say it looks like he's just yelling and having outbursts. Yeah. I was like. He's not even around. She can literally like change all Ignore her passwords, yeah. change her locks, or even move, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't know where she was at. I mean, he dipped on his first wife. He's probably gonna dip on her anyway. Yeah. So, um, I felt like she was, and you know, to his manipulation and stuff. But she definitely knew what she was doing, like firing people, and you know, not paying your employees. You knew taking money from the business was gonna hurt you in some form or fashion. You're not an idiot. Yeah. Um, you knew you had taxes and. all. I told you they gonna get up. They gonna get up. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the state and IRS are gonna get their money. They don't give a damn how they get it or how long it takes to get it. They gonna get their money. Oh, I know. <laughs> we ain't filed our taxes yet, but I know. We do need to file taxes. So, what would be your approach if, okay, say you you met me and mm-hmm. I ran all this game on you and I'm like, you need to send me, let's start small. You need to send me three thousand dollars. So, I, well, so, you, so you don't understand that money's not an object and I got this moolah and you can trust me with this money well I have the gospel to, to let me know that money's not an object <laughs> I mean uh, mo- <laughs> that money's an object or whatever um, second I'm very frugal um, so I'm not sending you $3,000 I'll send you three um, and you can do whatever you need to do with that three what? dollars um, I don't, I don't just give money to people willy nilly. Um, but that's just me. Maybe she felt like she had it so she could just do it. But I'm just like, girl, you didn't ask no, no, no questions. Also, I learned even when I was in school, like a lot of that, you need to do contracts for stuff. Mm-hmm. If you go, somebody gonna give you some money and they tell you they're giving it back. You need to get it in writing and get it signed. Also, this is the thing and any financial thing, especially these days. And I think like they started dating what, 2000. Hmm? 10 or 12 or something this all started 14 or something like that I couldn't even tell you I know even then with my banking they always be like and I've had even the teller sometimes like do you know this person 
that you're sending yeah, the money you, to. Yeah, when you send in money with like MoneyGram and everything, they tell you don't send yeah. money to people you don't know. Right. She didn't know him. She didn't know him. You seen all those statements of transfer? $1.4 million over the course of time? And then 400000 He got what? He got oh, almost over, two. Over time, that whole, all that money added up to about $6 million. Well, the $6 million after the court the case whole and everything. The situation, yeah. But it's almost $2 million between her and her mom that he got. I just, I don't understand it. I, I don't know. Did you have any other thoughts? I got, it? I got many more. Oh, go ahead. I got, a, I got a list of things here. I'm gonna get them all out. Let oh, me, let me set it. my water. Go for Spring it. water. That, I think I've got pretty much gotten mine <laughs> out. I just, this all feels so stupid to me. Oh, it was. Check this out. <laughs> okay, I got that one. Do you think she'll find her way back into the restaurant business? Yep. Just it. I think so too. How? I don't know. She can't be the face of it, though. Don't take offense to this. She's a white woman. She'll be fine. <laughs> she can't be the face of it, though. If I find... She can. Honest, yes, she can. Look, to be honest... People you, love a comeback story. She'll be fine. You're right. Because some people out there be like, she was a victim mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But She'll play that up. Which is probably why she did this documentary, to be honest with me you. Me, personally, if I'm investing my money mm-hmm. and I'm giving somebody 350000 or whatever, and then I find out she's behind it, mm-hmm. I can't do it no more. And then on top of that, you know, they tried to get the guy Jeffrey to come in and, you know, testify on behalf. He said, no, I'm not going up in there. Leave Jeff alone. That That's what I meant to bring up. She had Jeffrey running around like a crazy person to meet up with some guy named Carlton. I don't know what the hell his name was supposed to be. She misled this man who has had her back and saw her as family. Yes. Knowing that. It was her husband who was trying to play this guy. Kept saying, oh, he missed this flight. You know, he was from, he's from Britain or whatever. That pissed me off. That made me so mad. Because I don't I'm even like, know Jeff. And I was like, we can throw hands for you, bro. Why did you play him like that? That made me so mad. And Sarma's dad seems really smart, too. So I'm like, why the hell is Sarma acting like an idiot? He just seemed like he was so annoyed, like, with this whole thing. He's like, baby, you should know better. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, she really had a group of people around her who were ready to ride for her. And she just fucked it all up being stupid. Yeah. Um, do you think he believes, excuse me, do you think he believed in himself? Like with these lies? Who, Anthony? Yeah. I do think he had this made up world in his head, but I also think he knew what he was doing. He kept going to casinos. That's why he was gone so long. Uh, this is something that I was just thinking and I think random stuff like this, mm-hmm. you could agree or disagree. Uh, and my notes right here says, you know, he wasn't even fly. Uh, he wasn't even sturdy. He had no swag. Mm-hmm. He spoke in riddles. And he spoke like a, a five-year-old in a video. You got to get up at the bed. <laughs> I'm like, bro. He did sound like a kid. This guy ain't got no finesse, no style, no nothing. And it's like they said, he pretty much ran out of things to do. Sarma was running out of cash. He was running out of things to do. So they just driving around, going to casinos so he can get some more money and, you know, do nothing. So I'm just like, who this whole story is just a lot for no reason. And what's your overall overall thoughts about it? About what? The whole story. The situation itself. I'm sure you said it some at some point several times, but this shit right was here. stupid. Okay, it was stupid. Yeah, but it was. It was easily on easily avoidable. It was like watching the the race and somebody crash. You want them to make it. You want them to be safe. He wasn't you, stealing the money. She was giving it to him. She was literally giving him the cash. <laughs> 
he wasn't telling her he wasn't forcing her to go anywhere she got up and went there were some instances where she's like oh he had the passwords and he gave the money but at the same time before that she had already gave him close to a million or a million some dollars by that time i'm not blaming her like fully because i do obviously think she was manipulated but she knew what she was doing sorry those are my thoughts on it. I'm I'm done. I can't really feel too bad for her. You know, maybe in some instances, maybe there's a little smidge there where I can feel a little sad for her. I still heard it. <laughs> oh, it's cool. I'm not, I won't, I'm, I'm sipping you my tea and like drinking my water. You were trying to do it really quietly. <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't, I don't feel bad for her. She'll mm. be all right. She'll survive. So you guys hit us up. You done? I am done. Because we done. <laughs> you guys hit us up. You let us know what you think or if you even decide to even watch it. What do you think of this? Is it a limited documentary? Make sure your blood series? pressure is low when you. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's just the four episodes. Sip you some hibiscus. Yeah. To keep that blood pressure low, sip you some spring water to keep that blood pressure low mm-hmm. and stay hydrated out there. No, Make I sure mean like keep your blood pressure low before you watch this because it's really stupid. It's a it's very it's, it's very, probably gonna be a little frustrating. It's 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 <laughs> buffoonery. Yeah. Um, Before, it's buffoonery. It's foolishness. <laughs> uh, as my people would say up north, it is very goofy. It's very goofy. Uh, yeah. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Instagram. On Instagram. Make sure you email us at whatistheplot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. We'll have some more stuff for you guys. And I do have a topic I want to talk about, but I'm not going to mention it. Let's right not now. mention it. Let's just give it to the people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you guys be safe out there. Happy first day of spring. Uh, is this the first day of spring, right? It is the first day of spring, actually. Happy spring, everybody. Spring into spring action. Spring is all about renewal. Spring babies are in the house, you know, spring into action. You feel me? <laughs> oh, gosh. We out here. Oh, my gosh. Aries life. Oh, my gosh. You okay. know. Okay. I'm a ram, but I'm a dog at the same time. Let's end this, please. All right. <laughs> Until next time, this was the plot. <laughs>